everybody, and welcome back. I am the Bull, and this is See the Bullski, the podcast where I talk about leadership, followership, resiliency, and wellness. If you tuned in last week, I talked about and shared my thoughts on the legacies we leave with those we interact with, and I got a bit of positive feedback from those that listen, so if you haven't checked it out yet, please do so along with all of my other sessions. I'd like to start with asking a question. Why do you do what you do? Like, seriously, why do you have the hobbies that you have? Why do you have the job that you have? Are, are you exactly where you want to be in life right now? Likely, the answer is no, or at minimum, it might be a hesitant yes. And that's perfectly normal because we as human beings are, for better or worse, never satisfied. We all have this intrinsic drive that propels us forward, but sometimes that push can result in causing discord in our own mental and emotional wellness, especially if we don't have a solid objective foundation in mind. So this week, I want to share my thoughts about goals. Let's get into it. If I had to guess, you've probably heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but if you haven't, have no fear, I'm going to give you a rough breakdown. In 1943, Abraham Maslow wrote a paper titled A Theory of Human Motivation. In his paper, and since then, uh, which has been simplified, you know, to and it talks about five main areas in a pyramid structure that explain the psychology of motivation in humans. These five areas, from basic to more complex, include physiological needs, safety, love and belonging, esteem, and self-actualization. Now, a quick breakdown on these. The physiological needs, you know, they encompass the basic bodily needs that ones that, that you require to survive, like food and, and water. Next up is safety, which includes things like a home, job, security, protection. Love and belonging encompass the requirements that humans have for our social connections. So even if you're an introverted person, uh, you still require some level of connection for a healthy lifestyle. You know? uh, esteem includes self-confidence, strength, self-belief, acceptance, and respect from others. And lastly is self-actualization. Looking at the five categories, you know, look at them in a pyramid, kind of picture a pyramid in your mind, uh, and you put you know, five different categories with physiological at the bottom and actualization at the top. You can see that the lower the item is, in this case physiological, the more of the pyramid space that it takes up. And this is because the lower the level, the more consistent and required the category is to live, like day to day. The basic premise is that the low, as the lower levels are fulfilled, uh, you're able to go up a level to the next category with the end result being your ability to focus on attaining self-actualization or the realization of fulfillment of one's talents and potentialities, especially considered as a drive or need present in everyone. Again, want to point this out, present in everyone. It is in this last area, self-actualization, that I really want to focus on today, uh, and I really want to focus on it the most, because while I agree with Maslow's hierarchy theory, I also think that to an extent, you need to have an idea of what that self-actualization is to you as an individual way before you get to that part of the pyramid. That way, you know, you're able to stay focused and keeping everything lined up with your internal values. Um, I mean, let's be honest for a second. The likelihood of someone having a stable enough position in life just to walk up the pyramid like a ladder for, you know, in today's fast-paced world, that's a bit far-fetched for me. But if you have a goal in mind for what self-actualization looks like for you, then whatever life circumstances or events take place, you can stay on track and eventually get there. You know, it's that focus on goals that to me is the bedrock of self-actualization. 
I had a conversation with a fellow leader recently, and he brought up an interesting point in that a lot of people that he sees and talks to as a counselor are those that are struggling not with difficulties in the outside world, you know, external factors, but they they have kind of a directionless internal conflict. And how frustrating that's got to be, you know, to not know what you want to do or where you want to go, what you want to achieve or become in your life. You know, that's got to be really irritating. And it's so easy to get distracted and numbed out by work, by school, TV, the internet, video games. And, you know, while all those things are fun, you know, and, and necessary to help relax and just things that you enjoy, none of them are inherently providing a means of finding meaning in your life. You know, and that's a big fundamental step to achieving a full life. Unless you're like a nihilist or something, and that's a whole nother philosophical can of worms. So I'm going to stay on track today. I think that when it comes to self-actualization, you know, like many things, it starts with an individual appraisal of yourself and who you want to be and why, or how we want to be and why. That's merely a means to an end, or, you know, it is the expression of who or why. So you have to start with those, you know, you have to start with who. I basically just mean your end goal to feeling fulfilled. For example, I want to be someone who helps others. I want to devote my life to helping others achieve all that they seek to attain in their life. I want to help people grow beyond their current limitations. You know, this is probably the trickiest, trickiest part and the longest, especially if you're younger, because you, 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 it's easy to get discouraged. It takes time to figure out what it is you want to achieve in life, you know, but just remember life isn't a sprint. It's a marathon. And a part of the journey is learning about yourself. I didn't know before I became an instructor how much it would fill me with purpose and joy. And it wasn't until I took that leap and tried it out that I discovered how much I loved it. You know, no one could have told me or convinced me before I tried because it was a personal discovery. So I just want to say real quick that if you're having a hard time figuring out your path in life, the who and the why, just pick a direction and try it out. You know, maybe you've heard of Alice in Wonderland, right? You know, the book, the movies. I know, weird gear change, but stick with me. It's a book written by Lewis Carroll, and there's a great quote to illustrate my point. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do voice acting. It might just occur, so stick with it. Uh, so in the book, there's a part where Alice is lost, and she ends up talking to the Treshire cat. And she says, would you tell me, please, which way I ought to go from here? To which the Treshire cat responds, well, that depends a good deal on where you want to get to. Alice responds with, I don't much care where. And the cat replies, that it doesn't much matter which way you go. Sometimes you don't know where you want to go, but when that happens, just realize you have limitless possibilities and there really isn't a wrong direction. And the only way you're likely going to find out where you want to go or how you want to get there is to try it. You know, maybe you'll get lucky and you'll stumble across it, but maybe you'll find out about yourself and what you like and don't like, and then you're able to divert energy in the direction that you have found that you want to go. Aim small, miss small. If you've seen the movie uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, you know, there's a there's a character in there. You know, same thing as kind of Alice in Wonderland is she's directionless in her life. And, you know, uh, she's trying to learn to shoot a bow and arrow. And another character tells her, like, it's it's hard to hit a target if you don't know where you're aiming. You know, same thing. Sometimes you just got to start shooting and see what sticks. OK, going back to the who and the why. Once you have at least a basic idea, I encourage you to ask yourself why why you think you want whatever it is that it is that you want for yourself or who you want to be 
you know, whatever it is, just take some time to question your own internal level of conviction prior to starting. I only bring this up because quite a few times in my own life, I've realized that what I wanted was only a surface desire with an easy solution. But once I had it, I realized that that wasn't really what I was after. You know, just, just food for thought. So let's imagine you have an overall objective in mind. Now comes the what part, right? And there's the who, the why, and the what. The what comes after you got to have the who and the why first, or rather the goal setting part. When it comes to the goal setting part for attaining the what to get you to the who and why, it is common to have a main goal, which in this case we'll say is your self-actualization goal. And this should be relatively singular. It should be the main thing you're looking to attain. Underneath a main goal, you should have about two or three sub goals. Each of these sub goals are fairly important stepping stones. And the idea is that once you've attained the small goals, you've attained your primary goal. Now underneath each sub goal, you're going to have what's called immediate tasks. And you should have usually between three to five immediate tasks per sub goal. It doesn't have to be that, but this is just a template that you can use. Same idea here. Once you attain the immediate tasks, hopefully you've attained that sub goal. You attain each of the sub goals. Hopefully that means that you got to your main goal. Important note here in that immediate tasks should be relatively easy, quick, and not too labor intensive. There are things that you can do like in a day, a week, you know, kind of very simple. Uh, your sub goals are usually monthly or maybe biannually. And then your big goal is like yearly or bigger than that. So just, you know, sub goals are harder because it, it takes immediate tasks to get there. And the primary goals are usually going to be the hardest. And that's why we break it down into its subsequent parts. A crucial reason that this approach works is because anything worth having is not typically easily achieved. Our nature as humans means we have short attention span. We just do. Think back to your own struggles in life. Yes, you know, well, some, some of your issues and some of the things that have occurred in your life have been bigger than others and maybe they've left more of an impact than others. I don't think I'm alone in admitting that while they, you know, whatever the struggles were and they seemed insurmountable at the time, looking back once I achieved it, it wasn't that bad. Sometimes, you know, that isn't the case, but often the problems we focus on today are going to be less than trivial in a month or a year. So you want to make sure your goal is worth putting in the effort so that you gain that sense of accomplishment once you get it. Here's the fun kicker. No matter what your goal is, the self-actualization self step from Maslow is the smallest and here's why. Because it changes the most. As soon as we accomplish something, we may get a momentary sense of relief or a surge of pride or happiness, but eventually, you're probably gonna get restless without a new objective to chase. So this goes back to making sure that it's worth putting in the effort to begin with, because I'm fairly certain that the more meaningful the goal is to you, the longer that you can enjoy the high of attainment. Another important aspect of goal setting is what is called SMART goal setting, or SMART broken into its subsequent parts is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. Very quick explanation. Specific means having a clearly defined goal, Measurable is making sure that there is a way to track your progress, which helps you stay focused. Attainable is ensuring that it's a realistic goal. You know, you don't want it to be too difficult, but you also don't want it to be too easy. Relevant is making sure that the goal matters to you and aligns with your values. And to me, relevance is probably one of the most crucial of SMART, but that's my opinion. Timely is looking at target dates and tracking progress so you don't procrastinate and put things off. Helps keep you on track. 
The best goals typically include these five categories. And once you have them, if it is a goal that actually matters to you, then you're more likely to pursue it because it matters to you. If you go through all the primary, sub goal, immediate tasks, smart goal setting, mumbo jumbo, and you still can't seem to get going, my first recommendation is to reevaluate your goal and do some real soul searching. My second initial response would be that either A, the goal isn't really as meaningful to you as you claim it is, or B, maybe you are getting in your own way. Like maybe it's a self-confidence issue or something. I'm, I'm not judging, but I'm just giving an example. You know, hey, it, this is all part of Maslow's hierarchy. It kind of goes all back to it, right? It all comes together, one big circle. So how about a quick example, right? I want to get in better shape, right? This is a good goal, but needs a little bit of some smart love. I want to get 100 on my next PT test, right? Let's say I scored an 80 on my last test and, you know, I can take practice tests every week or month to measure my progress. So I've got the specific, I want to get 100 and I got the measurable. I had an 80 in my last test and, you know, I can, I can test myself every month to track my progress. Is it attainable to go from an 80 to 100? Yeah, depending on when my next test is, yes. Is it relevant? Yes, as long as I have that internal motivation. In this case, I wanna get in better shape for health reasons. Timely, well, let's just say my next test is in six months, so is it timely? Can I go from 80 to 100 in six months? Yeah, sure I can. But because I have a specific goal and I'm able to measure it and it's attainable, it's, it's relevant and, it, and I can time it, it helps keep me on track. It helps me from having a realistic uh, goal attainment. You know, not that not just to say that attainment is part of SMART, but you know, the goal is possible. The goal setting piece, right? My main goal is to get in better shape or get 100 on my next test. Sub goal number one, run a mile and a half in nine and a half minutes, right? So my immediate tasks there could be something like wake up 30 minutes early three times a week to go run or jog before work. Immediate task number two, do leg workouts, you know, two times a week with weight training. Uh, immediate task number three, stretch two to three times a week, you know, not, not let my legs cramp up. Sub goal number two, I need to complete 57 pushups in a minute. All right, immediate task number one, do pushups every other day until I can do 55 pushups in a minute. Um, second immediate task, do chest and tricep exercises three times a week. You know, so kind of not just do push-ups, but also do some strength training there as well. Sub goal number three, do 54 sit-ups in a minute. All right, immediate task number one, do sit-ups the same day as push-ups every other day until I can do 55 in a minute. Uh, immediate task number two, change diet to help recovery, right? And in this case, I threw in a sub goal number four, get my waist down to 32 and a half inches. All right, immediate task number one, talk to a nutritionist about a diet plan, Immediate task number two, inform my spouse about eating plan for family meal prepping. And immediate task number three, measure waste once a week. Now that's just a very, very rough, you know, off the top of my cuff, just spitballing. That's just a rough breakdown. But I hope you can kind of see by having a main goal in mind and then, you know, breaking that main goal, that big goal of 100 on my PT test into the different pieces that I need to do to get to 100 and then breaking those pieces down even further so that I can attain those sub goals. Uh, hopefully that makes sense of how if I do all of these things, 
it will increase the likelihood that I will get 100. Is it going to guarantee it? No, but it's going to be a lot more effective than if I just wing it and I don't have a game plan. Kind of like that old saying, if you fail to plan, plan to fail. Same basic concept. So quick recap. Talked a little bit about Maslow. Talked a little bit about Alice in Wonderland. Great book, by the way. If you've never read it, totally worth reading. Uh, went over goal setting, and I shared some smart goal setting for those that are unfamiliar. An important note, if you start taking steps to your own self-actualization and goal attainment, is that it's not uncommon to discover during the whole process that something you thought you wanted ends up being something you don't really care about. But I personally believe that finding that out is a crucial step in self-discovery. For a long time, I wanted to stay in the military and be a chief. You know, I did all the things, checked all the boxes to get me one step closer. And then about two years ago, I really sat back and I asked myself why I wanted to be a chief or, you know, if the path I was walking was really that important to me. And what I discovered is that while it's a worthwhile goal and I was proud of my accomplishments to a point, you know, with all the progress I've made in my career, what I really cared about was the mentoring and helping and taking care of people. And I don't actually need to be a chief to do that. So my goals changed. Now my goal is to be the best mentor and to, you know, grow my podcast and try to help people. Like th those are those are more my goals nowadays. It isn't bad thing to desire rank or position or whatever. And it's not like I missed promotion and it threw me off track. It's just I realized, you know, this the path of the goal that I had 15 years ago isn't really the same goal that I have for myself. Why? And that's fine. Nobody can tell me that I'm wrong for wanting to augment, you know, my own goals. And the great thing is now I feel more authentically true to myself and I'm able to fulfill my life pursuits, you know, instead of devoting all of my attention to a previous goal that really doesn't mean as much to me as it, as it used to. Don't stick with goals because others tell you to or because you think you're supposed to. Everyone is unique and they we all have our own path to walk and just because it was a good path for someone else doesn't invalidate your own motivations and aspirations. Don't get discouraged if you walk that path all the way to the end and find out that it isn't all you thought it would be. You learned important lessons about life. You know, you learn new skills and most importantly, you know, you 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 moved in a direction and it ended up helping you find out what direction you're truly meant to go. Sometimes you might even come up short on your goals. Don't discount that progress that you made. Life happens and as long as you keep going and you review and you reflect, you will get the results that you want or you will find the results that you need. Just make sure that you know you use things like smart goal setting, for example, to help keep you on track to success. Every hero's journey has its own missteps and shortcomings. But the important thing is to keep going and never stop pushing for the life you want for yourself or for those that you care about. We are all the heroes of our own story. So make sure it is a story that you are happy with when the final chapter is written. Who knows? Maybe your story is just what someone else needs to read, as it were, to start writing their own first chapter. Just some thoughts. So as always, I hope this was uh, helpful and motivating. Uh, you can let me know what you think. Maybe share your own goals, successes, failures that you've learned from. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the letter C underscore the underscore bull underscore ski and just a quick recap and a quick refresher whatever your goals are you are right in having those goals but don't stick to them for no other reason than outside sources or self-confidence stick with them because they're meaningful to you live your life to the best of your ability each and every day 
and don't let anybody stop you. The only person that can truly stop you is yourself. So if you need help with goal setting, you know, talk to a family member, talk to a supervisor, talk to a friend, you know, maybe you're having a little hard time getting on track, whatever it is. Anyway, want to throw in that last little tidbit. Thanks for listening as always, and I will check you out next time.